Hey, everybody. Thanks for sticking with us in these kind of strange times. We're, we're back and forth and kind of all over the place because of travel and the holidays and unfortunately COVID. <laughs> yes, so, I'm uh, Natasha. What's that? COVID. Uh. I, I took me this long to get it, though. I'm kind of proud of myself. It took me to 2024 to get COVID. Oh, there you go. Okay. Proud. And I, it's not that I'm now in like day three and a half and it's it's not that bad at this point. Okay. I'm finding it. So hi y'all. We are so glad to be here live with you. Um, Allegra, you have joined. Have or I? Somebody... No, you have not. <laughs> okay. Hold um, on. I before y'all. Oh my goodness. And I'm such, I'm in such a kind of like um COVID fog a little bit that I'm like, what's today's date? <laughs> I'm like a little bit. So it's the fifth, right? We're five days into 2024. Yes. Oh my yeah. goodness. Into 2024. And um, for those of you who follow us weekly, just FYI that today is an unusual day. We're doing it on a Friday. Can yeah. you accept me on Instagram? Because I think I had to. There we go. There's the request. It didn't show up till just now. Okay. And I just wanted to let everyone know that we have now started scheduling it in to Instagram. So if you want to just stay apprised, then you can, it's like an event in Instagram, right? So it's like, you can click on it and it'll get, you'll get a reminder. So hopefully that'll help you. If we ever have any sort of things like this, we're trying to plan out at least a month in advance. And usually we're going to be on Thursday and this camera doesn't want to yeah. stay put. <laughs> Mine is my camera is being handheld too on the Instagram side, because I don't have my normal setup because I am still in New York. So this is life throwing things at you. Luckily, we were able to still keep this date, but we just had to move things around because I was supposed to be on a plane yesterday during yes. our normal live hours. And so we moved it to today. Um, I wasn't on a plane. I was and still am in Rochester, New York in an Airbnb quarantining from the rest of my family. <laughs> oh man. And, uh, you know, it's not the worst thing ever though. I, I know. I was like, I think you planned this because- Natasha had been talking about how because of the whole points thing, it just worked for her to fly separately and how she was looking forward to flying separately out to New York. And I was like, right. oh, she's going to get the flight separately back. Now. <laughs> right. I thought that, too. I was like, did the universe hear me say like 700 times how glad I was to fly by myself? And they, it was like, hey, let's give you COVID. The rest of your family will fly and then you'll follow, follow them a few days later. Also, well, I was one thinking, has to wonder. One does have to wonder. I'm super powerful manifester. I do have to say that it's like one of those monkey paws though things, you know. You remember that short story from like middle school or something, the monkey paw? I don't it's like remember careful that what one. you wish for. It's like you get this wish, you know, this mother wishes for her son to be he was killed in a war and you know, but all the, the wishes come true, but like in the most horrible way right. possible. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like so careful what you wish for kind of thing. It's um, true. Because I had that same thing happen this summer, right? Right. Yes. When you were, when you were, when you were traveling. Yes. Yeah. I was thinking, I was thinking of you actually. And I was like, Ooh, Mike, is this what she had while she was traveling abroad? Cause Ooh. Yeah. My daughter and I were traveling and we were part of a very intense itinerary and two thirds of the way through the itinerary. I thought to myself, like, this is not enjoyable. I would like to get off of this merry-go-round and COVID. So lo and behold, I got off, but not the way I expected. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. Seriously. And that's the, the thing I was thinking about too. I was like, Oh, cause I'm essentially here for three days. And I was like, Hmm, this is kind of like when Allegra put herself in a monastery for three days. There you go. I'm in an Airbnb. And, um, but I am looking at it like, because I feel well enough to do some things right mm -hmm, without, mm -hmm. you know, without going overboard and stuff. And it's really given me a chance to take a look at and set up my 2024 which is kind of what we're going to be talking about today. Yes. Right. And so I'm really grateful for it because I was thinking, I'm like, oh, I have a five hour plane ride. I'm going to sit down. And and I did, I used it. I used the five hour plane ride to the East coast to do a lot of setting up of my, of my calendar, uh, my planner. Um, but now I wanted to go back and do some more refined stuff. Right. Yes. Which I hadn't gotten a chance to do because I was, I didn't spend five hours on my planner. <laughs> I was doing other things too. Um, but I set it up. Right. And when we talk about set it up, do we want to share with like what we mean? Yeah. By so, up, right? well, so I think here let's, so everyone, we had planned to talk last week about, um, the annual review, but because review. it was just me, I instead talked about three things that I do to prepare for the new year. Great. So go ahead and check that out, but we're just going to have to adjust our live chat schedule a little bit. So today we're going to talk about our annual review next mm -hmm. week next week which is the 12th we're going to talk about setting up a new planner for the year and then the week after that i thought we could do our holiday post-mortem which is a little bit later than oh, we wanted yeah. to but i feel like this makes the most sense for the yeah, order of get, our chats for sure let's because let's get let's get going on 2024 like let's not wait on that we can it'll still be fresh enough Exactly. Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, so for those of you who are just joining us, we are Allegra and Natasha of Beyond Your Wildest Dreams, and we are on a mission to help moms and caregivers prioritize yourselves, save time and accomplish your goals. And we do that through the short workbooks that we've written. This is our bouquet of books. It also works as a really good fan. And um you know, if saving, if prioritizing yourself sounds good, then you want to learn about creating a morning ritual. If saving time sounds good, then you want to learn our three. This is our instant win book. This is the book that will immediately make your life better. And um, and if you're ready to work on big goals, then we have our Harness the Power of Planning two-day course coming up the end of this month. And um, you can find out all, everything at our website, which I will just add here, bywdreams.com, including getting this annual review. So um, I'm going to let Natasha get started with the annual review. And I'm just going to look up really quick because we have a tiny URL where you can download this. So if you want to download it right now. Yeah, it's such a great thing to do. So with the annual review, like if you've been, if you're one of our alumni, you've been hopefully checking in and, and going ahead and doing your monthly course corrects. So if you've been doing that, if you've already been looking at your month as you go along, the annual review is kind of like uh, much easier. It's kind of like if you've been, you know, categorizing your tax receipts by the time tax time comes around, it's much easier. Right. Um, then, but if you haven't, that's fine too. You absolutely will benefit from doing an annual review, even if you haven't been like, you know, going ahead and doing monthly reviews as well. So it's ideal to take out your 2023 calendar, of course, and planner and start flipping through that first month, those first few months and start to collect in this first section. What were your accomplishments in 2023? What can you give yourself credit for? What can you celebrate? What 
did you do big and small big and small um, thing it could be something like you know some do not underestimate celebrating the small stuff don't underestimate that because you know sometimes that small stuff is stuff that's been on your ever evergreen to-do list and finally you did it right yeah <laughs> So celebrate that, or it's just, you know, it's maybe it's a self-care thing and it seems kind of small. That is a big deal. And you should continue to celebrate that too. So, and you know what, celebrate everything. Really yeah, I once, 100%. I once heard a quote by Oprah that it, I, I'm paraphrasing. I don't remember the exact wording, but it was something along the lines of the more I celebrate, the more I find I have to celebrate. And that is so great. You know, That's it's so a great. little, it's a little chicken and egg. Right. Totally. It's like, but also it completely, I was listening to a, um, a podcast the other day and a brain scientist was talking about how gratitude change it. So she was talking about gratitude as a way to reduce anxiety. And she mm. says that gratitude creates reframing in the brain. And that's what decreases. That's the sign. That's the process through which anxiety is reduced. So I think you just look at your life differently when you celebrate things big and small. 100%, right? Because we've all been in that mindset where you're kind of like, ugh, it doesn't matter and blah, 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 that kind of thing. And your world gets really, really small when you start to think that way. And if you've never experienced that, like, well, I can tell you that people do experience that and myself included. I'm like, definitely wanted to downplay um, you know, accomplishments and, and small things, especially, you know, like, well, I'm just supposed to do that. Right. That kind of thing. But it's far more beneficial. And your, your brain just, you're, you're like Allegra was talking about your brain just allows yourself to expand into more possibility when you are celebrating the big and the small, I feel like the small, especially. Yes. You know? Um, okay. So I'm going to, give you all a tiny URL in case you need one for our annual review. So that is the first step is, is fine is going ahead and looking at your accomplishments for the year and listing down, listing the things, listing them down, you know, going ahead and putting them in um, and giving yourself a really good overview. So like, this is a, this process, we, we take two hours to do this, right? We yes. normally take an hour to do our monthly review and we take two hours to do this. And I have to say it is worth it. It's worth it. Honestly. Yeah. Because, um, you know, and you might think like, well, what's the point? Because, you know, not a lot happened. Well, you know what? I'm sure a lot did happen and you just don't remember it because humans tend to favor like we just don't have good memories, humans. We don't have good memories, and the 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 scientific term for that is that we have a cognitive bias of recency, which of course makes sense. Like the things that you did recently, you remember. And what did you do recently? Well, I ate a lot of eggnog and pastry. You know, like <laughs> right. So so your twenty twenty three was a total loss, right? Right, right. But then when we do the annual review, and so if you go to tinyurl.com slash BYWD annual review, you can download. We have the six page um, form that we put together. And so we're just going to go step by step and you can just go step by step. And so print it out. And so, you know, like something that most people might not put as an accomplishment is the fact that I got 32 of a goal of 30 sunrise hikes. And it's That's like an accomplishment. Oh my God. Right. It's an accomplishment. And, and you know, what's, you know, what's fun about keeping track of it is that it's telling me that I have prioritized things that are important to me, which is being outside, moving my body 
and being with friends because I always hike with friends. And so it's not even so much about the hike itself or the goal itself. It's about saying to myself, good job. You kept the important stuff important to you all year long, right? Because you can't do 32 without committing to it over the whole year. Correct. Um, Yeah. And the other thing I want to say is that when you, you know, like this is, this is a great way for you. What you accomplished there is really being able to, like you said, keep important things important and making sure that like you, you found an activity that covered a bunch of your priorities or hit a bunch of my values. um, Values. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. Yeah. It hit a bunch of your values. So this is a really good tip on like, okay, so what do I want to set up for myself in 2024? Like to just say, I want to do more yoga. Cool. Awesome. Right. Um, A, you, why do you want to do more yoga? Where does that fit into your values? Probably you're someone who wants to be fit and wants longevity and that kind of thing. Great. Awesome. But then it has to be systematized in some way in that you can do something as simple as like Allegra said, 30 times this year, right? Yeah. She didn't say specifically X amount of times each month or whatever at that point, but 30 was the goal, right? So, you know, maybe you have to get, get specific about, all right, I want to do more yoga. Great. So maybe it's like, I do it on X days or I do it X amount of times a month or I, you know, that kind of thing. So you're going to start making it measurable to some degree. And this review is going to really show you the thing that I loved about doing the 2023 review is that I saw a theme of things like popping up on, um, in, in different spots that I was like, Oh, I kept saying this month after month that I wanted to do this and I didn't do it. So so it makes you honest. Right. It makes me honest. Right. So either a, it's not really something that fits in with my values. And I just think it's something I should be doing. We definitely recommend not shitting on yourself (laughs) or I didn't. The thing is that I didn't put like a plan and it doesn't have to be a rock solid plan. It can be a loose plan, Mm -hmm. right? It can be something that like we've, if you've hung with us before, you know, we love starting small. So, you know, it could be a loose plan to help you start doing whatever it is that it is that you're looking to do, but maybe it's not something that aligns with who you are, what your values are. So that's another great thing to check too, is something you've been saying you want to do over and over and over again for the last year. And you never really got around to doing it. Yeah. Maybe you don't really want to. Yeah. So, so looking back at your accomplishments helps you in all these ways. It helps you be honest with yourself about what's important. It's important. It helps you to, um, you know, keep track of living your values and it helps you to overcome this cognitive bias of recency. So then we like to talk about what did I learn, which is also a type of accomplishment, but slightly different. Mm -hmm. And, you know, one of my values, it was lifelong learning. So the, what did I learn thing is I love having that question there because again, it reminds me like, okay, this is something that I said is important to me because I love to read and I love to read everything. So I read fiction. I read nonfiction. I read biographies. You know, I read it all. But sometimes I get into, you know, ruts where I'm like, oh, I'm really into this one type of book. And so it's good. The whole learning thing reminds me like, oh, wait, I need to go back over here and (laughs) and do Mm -hmm. some more of this type of reading. Yes. You've inspired me to be a little more flexible around my reading um, because I basically used to just list. And by reading, I mean, like I listen to books, you know, mm-hmm. um, I used to just essentially do nonfiction, like all the time. I was like, I need to constantly be putting information into my brain. And then I was like, you know, <laughs> I was like, well, and I maybe do like listen to a, one or two novels the whole year, right. Mm-hmm. Or something fiction. 
uh, loosen that up quite a bit and uh, it's enjoyable and also informative. <laughs> well, and the I interesting learn, thing to learn a lot, you, you know? can still learn a lot from fiction is the thing. Oh my gosh. I some of the, some of the fiction that I listened to was a huge education in certain things. I mean, really amazing, honestly. Things and if you're I had not, no idea about, I mean, cause the reality is, is like fiction was inspired by someone wanting to talk about an idea. Right. And so you're going to learn something about that idea. And like, sometimes it's like, Oh, you learn about what life was like in a small town, which I don't know. Cause I've always lived in a big city. Like right now I'm reading about a book where, you know, a guy went to a high school, of 40 people in, you know, big sky country. And it's like, it's interesting to contemplate what life, what that life would be like. And also it's the ultimate form of virtual reality. Like if you want to walk in someone else's shoes, totally. read a book about that. Right. So that like really popular book, Lessons in Chemistry, like mm. to get a full understanding what it was like to be a woman in the 50s and 60s who was yeah. trying to be ambitious in the world of science and like just how much, like you heard about the misogyny, you knew it existed, but to like yeah. walk in her shoes and recognize just how how far we've gotten to come as a society in America and yeah. how far we get to go. But like it really, you know, it was it was informative and it's on a visceral level, right? Yes. And I learned, I have a bunch of other books, you know, that, that were, have- I wouldn't say they were historical fictions, right? In that they were they weren't specifically like I'm gonna we're set in the Revolutionary War and you're gonna right, learn about right. that like like you like you read in middle school, but um, but I learned and I went back and checked to see if this, the author was was meticulous about yeah the facts in the world, right? So uh, you know, and then you get to really learn the impact on people well in, and through fiction and like another great fiction book that I would highly recommend is the sci-fi book Kindred. Octavia Butler, where it's oh, a yeah. woman in modern life goes back to slave era time and she has to save. So she's a she's a black woman, an American woman, and she has to save this white man repeatedly because it turns out he's one of her ancestors. And if he doesn't save her, she won't be born. Right. That's the whole thing. But uh -huh, uh -huh. she has to experience what her ancestors went through firsthand. And that's you know, that's chilling. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. anyway, we are digressing, but what did I learn? <laughs> you know, write, write all of the things that you learned. And um, like, sometimes you learn something that really changes your life. Like if you've been listening to us for the last six months, you know, that Fitbit has really changed my life just in terms of, I love having the numbers and the information. And so I got my husband and daughter Fitbits for Christmas and we are now Fitbit family. And, <laughs> Fit fam. <laughs> and I really love that. So um, then we just ask you kind of a general question. How do I feel overall about this past year? And, yeah. um, you know, this is just a good place to kind of stream of consciousness, right? You might suddenly become aware of things that you wish you had done that you didn't even think about. Right. Or, you know, you felt pretty good about the year or, you know, this is, yeah, it's just kind of like a litmus test or a little take the temperature, you know, and then we ask, what would you like to have done more of? And then, you know, like, that's a, always a great question. Cause this is how it start to point your direction for 2024. We then go into a section about health because super important, right? If you don't, if you're not in good health, there's a lot that you're limited to limited about. So, you know, we ask about your physical health, your mental health, your emotional health, 
<clears throat> so how and, was it and how did I feel about it? Um, and anything you'd like to improve around your health. And as we always say, take what speaks to you and leave the rest, right? Like you're coming to us. We don't know where you're at, but if a question feels redundant, then fine, skip it. You don't have to yeah. answer every question. Um, there were some things mm -hmm. where I just wrote, great, liked it. <laughs> you know, yeah, like you don't, it doesn't necessarily then, have to be deep. <laughs> yeah. And then there's some things mm -hmm. where I wrote a lot more. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Right. So really, you know, some years you might fill in a whole bunch of stuff and some years you might just say aces, you know, um, the idea is to just ask the questions, right. And sometimes yeah. you'll ask the question now, and then a couple of days from now, you might come, it might pop back into your mind and you might have a different, more fully fleshed out answer. Right. So the brain will ruminate, you know, if you don't have answers, right. It's okay. Yes. So we do kind of the same thing. We look at health, we look at relationships in that same idea. Who did I spend most of my time with? This is probably one of the most important questions on the whole questionnaire. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say the most, but one of the most for sure, because who you spend your time with is who you, you know, how you, I mean, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, none of us, right. None <laughs> of us, uh, none of us leave this life thinking I should have spent another hour at the desk. You think I should have spent more right. time with that person or that person, or that person. And so, you know, the whole question is, are you, are you consciously spending time with those people? So we ask you, is there someone I wish I had spent more time with this year? Oh, wow. Hadn't thought about that. Right. Is there someone right. I wish or, I had spent less time with? Mm -hmm. These are valid questions. Okay. It's not, it's not, it's not to be mean. It's really to just, cause like, just like you are what you eat, Right. You are also the people that you hang around with. You are also Absolutely. the people that you surround yourself with. And this gives you a good barometer, you know? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, and then if you are interested in a romantic relationship, we have a couple of questions about that. And then we also ask you, hey, is there a relationship? And hey, if you are Natasha and our age, which we're going to be the big 5-0 this year. <laughs> Yay. Douche, 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 douche. Um, so we're going to be the big 5-0. You don't get to 5-0 without having a relationship that needs healing and forgiveness. You just don't. So, um, and. Oh, heck yeah. No. And look, we've, we've all been, <laughs> we've all been in that place where we're like, no, they need to apologize to me. We've all felt oh, that. Oh, heck yeah. We have all felt that. But let me just uh -huh. suggest one quote by. I don't remember who, maybe you'll remember, but it's something <laughs> along the lines of resentment. Holding on to resentment mm -hmm. is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. Mm -hmm. It's that like, no. such a great way to say, yeah, that's exactly right. Resentment, McCallie McCourt, resentment is like taking poison and waiting for the other person to die. And that is such a succinct way of putting that. Yes. And so the antidote to that is forgiveness because forgiveness. Behold, when you forgive Don't. others, you are the one who frees yourself and yes. whether they accept your forgiveness or know about your forgiveness or accept it or don't accept it or whatever. It actually doesn't matter because you're taking the shackles matter. off yourself. Yeah. So the, the antidote to that poison that you're swallowing to expect them to die is forgiveness and you'll stop, you stop taking the poison and uh, everybody's everybody's a lot, lot better off. Then we go into a little personal finance where we ask you to just take a look at your numbers, which, 
you know, it's so easy. I know it's painful sometimes to look at numbers because you don't know where you're going to be in the cycle. However, the beauty of looking at your numbers, and I've been keeping a fiscal year, personal fiscal year end for about 25 years now, the beauty of tracking it over a long period of time, like it's really more about, this is not about today's numbers. This is about the, your numbers over the next five years, really. You're just, you're taking note today just to have that temperature. Don't, don't worry about it. Don't really think about it. What we want you to see is that when you have enough data, like you kind of relax about the ups and downs because you see the ups and downs. You make yourself aware of the mm -hmm. ups and downs. So this is more of a taking of a temperature. We don't want to really diagnose anything based on this, if you will. But we do just want right. to get you thinking so, about things. And then so out, after taking a look at the financial picture, we take a look at creative expression. Every single one of us is a creative person. I don't care what you think. Well, I can't paint. That's not what that's about. <laughs> you have cre every human right. being has creative expression. And so how did you express your creativity? How would you like your creativity to be expressed in the new year? What skills can you learn or delve into or enjoy that will help you with your express your creativity, that kind of thing. And then we also talk about habits, super duper important. Yes. What, which ones can you, will help you support living your values? Which ones are not serving you? We mentioned this a little earlier. If there's something that you've been saying you want to do and you haven't been doing it, chances are it doesn't line up with your values. And what do you want to develop in the new year? This is a really key section because this is something that's going to help, again, another compass that points you in the direction of how you want your 2024 to, to line up. So that section is an important section. And then we talk about your career. Yes, your career. And um, this, you know, this is something if you're interested in going into way more detail, we have talked in the past about the Japanese concept of ikigai, which is I-K-I-G-A-I. And it's something we talk a lot about in our two-day course, Harness the Power of Planning, this idea of, you know, having a career that feeds you in multiple ways. Um, but, you know, so we just ask you, how do you feel about it and where it's going? What skill or information can you learn that will help your career? It's like the ultimate Venn diagram. <laughs> yes. Check it out. Look up Ikigai and see there's there's things, lots of things out there on the internet on how to find your Ikigai, which is like that sweet spot where a lot of different things come together. And then we have your spirituality. We have to take a look at that as well. We are spiritual beings. And what practices did you did you take part in? What would you like to develop? What brought you joy and gratitude? Like we talked about earlier, gratitude super important in being able to help those neurons fire together and wire together. Um, and what did you do to help support your, your spirituality? We then ask, we kind of walk you through uh, releasing the last year and doing a pledge of releasing. So there's so many different things out there and different ways to do this. You, you know, we have suggestions on this, but if you have a, a little ritual that you've done to help release yourself, great. You know, we have just as mostly a suggestion you know, writing, writing what it is that you want to release from 2023, burning it, chewing it, I don't know, whatever you want to do to <laughs> right. it, like swallowing it, swallow it. it. Um, yeah. And then, but it's, and it, then, you know, it's, yeah. it's good to just have a ritual. Yes. Some kind of ritual. And then 
creating your new year. This is where the fun start starts to happen. We've done some reflecting, you've done some deep dives, um, and now we're getting into creating 2024 for you. And that is <clears throat> really, we go through a six step process. It's right there on the annual review PDF um, mm -hmm. and it walks you through how to set up your new year, which we'll get into more detail in our next live. We just kind of wanted to gently walk you through our annual review. Our annual review, just like our monthly reviews, has an instrument panel. Um, and this is just a fun visual way of being able to take a look at your year. So there you go. Allegra. Allegra's tank is her funnel meter off the charts. Look at that. My funometer is redlined. Redlined. <laughs> That's great tank is full and overflowing. It also has some like highlight of the month. So you can put down your 12 top things that you as a highlight could be an accomplishment, could be a, you know, a visit from friends or whatever. And then we have this little circle pie graph that also helps you have an overall view of how your 2023 was in a quick glance of like how, how well you felt like your finances, family, health, career, personal growth, all those things you get to really measure yeah, And, you know, be able to take a look at, and what's fun about this is that you get to look at last year's, you know, when you do this year's yeah. next year, you get to look at last year's and kind of look at your pie and be like, oh, wow. You know, I wasn't doing so great in health last year, but man, look at what I did this year. You know, it's a really quick assessment. Yeah. So take your temperature again. Exactly. Take your temperature. And absolutely. if you've done our monthly course corrects with us, then, you know, it's really also fun to look at the monthly course corrects and to see how this expands and contracts again over a year because mm -hmm. it does expand and contract you know not you're not redlining attitude every month maybe you're not redlining health maybe every month but but you see that there's an ebb and flow and you can always improve yes agreed so, so fun thank you so much for joining us we're so glad you're here. We'll see you. We'll be back on our regular schedule Thursdays at 9.30 Pacific, 12.30 Eastern. And we look forward to seeing you every Thursday on either Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube in those places. And then, of course, we have a course coming up this month. First time in a in a in person rich uh, I was gonna say ritual I meant virtual in person virtual on the twentieth and twenty seventh if you haven't already registered there's still time to do it there's still spots open um and you talk about taking what we just talked about and going ahead and making twenty twenty four the best.